this is Vision Sunday. And so we like to be a church that just doesn't preach the word. But we also live the word. And so we believe without vision, people perish. And as a church, we need to have vision. Proverbs 29, 18 in the Passion Translation says this. When there is no clear prophetic vision, people quickly wander astray. But when you follow the revelation of the word, heaven's bliss fills your soul. We are a church that believes in the mandate that God has put, the great commission to reach the world for Jesus Christ. Does anyone believe that here today, that we are meant to be ambassadors, world changers? The title of my message today is The Vision Expands. Say it with me. Say the vision expands. vision expands. See, I love being a part of a church that has vision. We, 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 we have church, but we also have vision. We're not just having church that's church. There's a, there's a reason we do everything we do. Because there's a vision. 2 Kings chapter 5, starting at verse 9. says this. Then Naaman went with his horses and chariot, and he stood at the door of Elijah's house. And Elijah sent a messenger to him saying, go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh shall be restored to you, and you shall be clean. But Naaman became furious and went away and said, indeed, I said to myself, he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place and heal the leprosy. Are not Abna and the Pharpar, Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in rage. And his servant came near and spoke to him and said, My father, if the prophet had told you to do something great, you, would you not have done it? How much more then when he says to you, wash and be clean? So he went down and dipped seven times, say seven times, in the Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. And he returned to the man of God, and he and all his aides, and came and stood before him. And he said, indeed, now I know there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. Now, therefore, please take a gift from your servants. Let us pray. Lord, have your way here today. I pray that people catch the vision you're doing in this church. They catch your vision, God. Not my vision, not the pastor's vision, but your vision, God. We want to see souls saved, lives transformed. We want to see restoration in the hearts of men and women. We want to see God do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. In Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. amen. All right. Now I'm going to preach a vision message, but I still want you to preach back at me. I need my amens. I need my hallelujahs. I need you to stand up.
I need you to clap. I need you to spin. I need you to go a little, little loco from time to time. Come on, somebody. It's a new year on God's calendar, and God is downloading a new vision. God began to speak to me this year, revival and restoration, demonstration and declaration, protection and provision. A year of new skin representing a new expanded vision and mantle. We see this man, Naaman. He goes to the man of God, Elijah, and he says, go dip in the Jordan seven times. And I have read this story and I have preached this multiple times. But God downloaded something to me. He says, I'm going to give you seven Holy Ghost strategies to accomplish my vision, God's vision for this church. And I want to give them to you right now. Say number one. Say number one. Reestablish identity. Let me say it again. Reestablish identity. Who are we? Well, I'm glad you asked. We exist to raise up a Bible-believing, blood-bought, fire-baptized, remnant church to reach L.A. and the world with the gospel message in power, in the Holy Ghost, and with full conviction. Can I get a loud amen? First Thessalonians 1 verse 5, for our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction. We, 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 we don't preach a watered down message. We preach the Bible. And if you don't like it, then you don't like God's word because it will convict. The Bible says it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It's not always going to tell you warm and fuzzy things. Come on, somebody. It is the word. It convicts. It challenges. And we need to have an identity. Who are we here in Whittier? Well, a lot of people say, I've had people come up to me, are you a Spanish church? Are you an English church? What are you? I said, well, we're a Holy Ghost church. Well, they say, what language do you speak? I said, I'm glad you asked. I speak in tongues. Come on, somebody. They said, no, really, what do you speak? I said, I really do speak in tongues. Come on. And I'm not ashamed of it. They, they said, well, are you Spanish or English? I said, we're bilingual. And I said, we're Spanglish. Come on, somebody. You know... What's amazing here is, you know, there's people right now in this service that don't speak English. And Maria does a wonderful job. Maria, wave there, everybody. She's up there right now. Translate. Come on, give her a hand. She does it every week. And I'm not the easiest to keep up with. And she does it every week with excellence. So what I love is, you know, there are people that come to this church where the grandmother only speaks Spanish. The mother speaks Spanish and English. And the child only speaks English. But, you know, this church, because we're bilingual, 
they all can come to church together. Can I get a loud amen? And my Spanish is getting good. Don't get it twisted. I plan on preaching a whole message in Spanish here soon. Don't get it twisted. Come on, somebody. That's who we are. That's who we are. And God is using it to reach the world. You know, when we go on mission trips, we use our own worship team. When we go on mission trips, we use our own street evangelists. God is using this church. We have an identity. We know who we are. And there is something at every service that can reach someone that only speaks Spanish and someone that only speaks English. You know, you can come at 6 p.m. and only speak English and get blessed by the service. I mean, get blessed. There's people that come to the 6 p.m. and only speak English. That's special. We can touch people at every service. So people go, what service is English? What service is Spanish? Hey, it's all bilingual. Come on, somebody. If you can't come here and get something from God, then you didn't come expecting. Can I get a loud amen? This is Vision Sunday, not just for the house, but for you. You need a vision. You can't just aimlessly do nothing. You got to get involved. My goal is to see everyone get involved. People say, well, that's impossible. Not everybody in church gets involved. Well, you know what? My God specializes in the impossible. Maybe we haven't done a good enough job to get everybody involved. My second thing God has challenged me, seven Holy Ghost strategies, like when Naaman dipped seven times. There's a world that has spiritual leprosy. And it needs to be made whole. This next one, God, for our house, is to reach L.A. I mean, this is one of the most influential cities in the world. This city touches nations. This is an influential city. We need to reach L.A. And we've been doing that. Our Reach L.A., our food bank. You know, our food bank, since the pandemic has served 55,668 people. Our Reach LA, we serve countless people that are homeless in Skid Row with sandwiches, with the love of Jesus. We want to expand that. We give out about anywhere from 500 to 1,000 sandwiches every time we go. What if we gave out 2,000 sandwiches? What if we gave out some bags of chips? Let me take it one step forward. What if we just set up a taco stand right in Skid Row and said, come on in. We want to bless you. Don't get me started with vision. Come on, somebody. I'm ready to send Pastor Josh down there with a team. We will hire a taco truck and go crazy. El Pastor all day long. Come on, somebody. He's a faithful God. Come on, we got to reach L.A. We have a mandate to reach L.A., reach Whittier, reach this area. 
We got to be light. We have to be light in the darkness. You have to be a light on your street, a light in your neighborhood. We got to invite people to church. We got to invite people here because they're going to get touched here. They're going to walk in this parking lot and get changed. You can feel the Holy Spirit. I've had multiple people tell me, I've come to this church and I felt the Holy Spirit for the first time in a long time in the church. The Holy Spirit rests here. And the Holy Spirit can change things. Let me say it again. The Holy Spirit can change things. We are doubling down on what we're doing in Reach LA because we have to reach this city. We have to reach this city. The next one is reach the world. Our missions and our crusades. We have several targeted cities over the next year. I want to put them up. These are some places we are targeting for crusades. We have an open door. God is moving. Medellin, Colombia. Guayaquil, Ecuador. Barjona, Dominican Republic. San Pedro Sulu, Honduras, Santa Ana, El Salvador, San Miguel, El Salvador, Guatemala, Mexico, Mexico City, Pueblo, Mexi Pueblo Mexico, Mexicali, Tijuana. We want to go to these places in the next year, and maybe it's just setting up a crusade for the following year, the year after that. These are some targeted cities. You may say, how can a church do this? Well, we're doing it. We're already doing it. These are the ones we're targeting after that because we're not done yet. I'm excited about Ecuador. How about Nicaragua, Guatemala, Guatemala again. We are targeting places where the gospel needs to go, where we need to preach Jesus Christ, where we need to see miracles, signs, and wonders. How many know? We're going to bring food there, tens of thousands of food, pounds of food to each of these places. Go back to the first screen. These places we are targeting to do a crusade. Let me, let me say it again. We're targeting to do a crusade. To bring tens of thousands of pounds of food and aid and relief. We've got to reach the world for Jesus. This gets me excited. This place in the Dominican Republic, Barahona, there was a pastor that went there. I was told the story this week. And he was just giving out bread. Bread, nothing else. So many people came for the bread. He ran out and he almost, it was just overwhelming the amount of people. They brought a woman chained up chained she was so full of demons they brought her chained up to get bread in this town and when they began to tell me this story they said would would you consider targeting this city when they told me there was a woman that was chained up because she had demons something rose up on the inside of me and said we need to go there and set the captive free in the name of Jesus See, I didn't play today. I didn't come in with my nice tennis shoes. I got my Timberlands on because I'm going to war, baby. We're taking nations for Jesus. We're taking countries for Jesus. 
We're taking cities for Jesus. We're going. And I want everyone to go with us. And if you can't go, stay back and pray for us. Come on, somebody. These are the places. I put this one for Remy because it's Remy's hometown. I'm believing Remy's hometown is going to be completely changed in the name of And the best mole in the world comes from there. Is that right, Remy? So I got to try that out to make sure that's truth. Come on. Can I get a loud amen? Amen. This is what I'm also excited about. We got to resource the vision. You know, last week, we took up a special offering. And just in one offering here at the church, we raised over $54,000 for Honduras. Now, we're going to need every penny and then some. Because we're feeding a lot of people. It costs a lot to reach a city. But how many know we need to resource the vision? And so that means we're going to keep giving. We're going to always give. But God, for the last few months, is downloading something to me. And we are birthing something. It's called Hope and Promises. And what it is, is there might be people at your work, maybe your boss, maybe your supervisor, that may have resources for what we're doing. And they might not want to give it to a church because they're not Christians. We are starting a separate nonprofit to get donations, to get resources, to get food and supplies, to help do what we're doing here. I, I had a thought a couple, a couple months ago. I saw the government giving money to everybody that's doing all this wonderful stuff. And I said, man, we're doing wonderful stuff. Why not us? Why not now? I don't know anybody that fed as many people as we did. Why not us? Why not now? And so I began to say, you know what? There's a lot of resources in this country. There's a lot of food in this country. What if we began to take boats out of the port of Los Angeles to Honduras, to Nicaragua, to El Salvador, to Mexico? There are places that won't give to a church, but they'll give to hope and promises. And there's probably someone you know in your sphere of influence that may not give to a church, but they may give to this. And it may be the exact resource we need to change a city. So that everyone can get involved with this. You may say, well, I know someone that owns their own company, but I never thought they'd give to our church, but they would give to this. So we are believing for more resources to come in ever, because it takes resources to reach cities. It takes resources to reach nations. And we want to expand our reach. We want to put some more buckets out there. We want to put some more pots out there so we can collect some more oil. So we're going to be preaching on this a lot more in the next few weeks, but we're going to have tables out there about hope and promises coming up in the future. And what's going to happen is there are tons of resources that you know about and you might not even know you know about that are, we're able to get through this.
man, what if we just started raising resources for Honduras, for Whittier, for Los Angeles, for... What if we began to raise resources to take care of people, not just on Skid Row, but help get them jobs, help equip them, help train them, help get them in the right place where they need to go if they want help. Come on. I told Sister Sarah this about this on Thursday night, and she, she said something I'll never forget. She goes, you can never outgive God. And ain't that the truth? You can never outgive God. Tell your neighbor, say, you can never outgive God. Tell your other neighbor, you can never outgive God. And we will always be a giving church. Amen? Amen. All right, let me, let, me, let me just bring this around here. We will always be about the raw gospel message. I am tired of hearing watered down, lukewarm messages. I want messages that talk about hell and sin, about the rapture, about the second coming of Jesus. We need, we need preaching with power and conviction. We need preaching with authority. We need preaching that convicts the heart. We need preaching that changes people's lives. We need to tell people, if you're in sin, you're, this is not the way God intended for you to live. That God can break you of that addiction right now. There's someone watching online, and God is breaking you of alcoholism right now in the name of Jesus. God is setting you free right now. There's someone here. God is delivering you of drugs right now because the gospel has the power to deliver. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. got to preach the gospel. Soul winning. We got to win souls for Jesus. We got to preach the full gospel, Genesis to Revelation. You got to do that in your life. Don't just pick and choose the Bible, verses you like. It's the whole thing. This isn't a buffet. You just pick and choose what you want. It's the whole thing. And we won't compromise that message. Someone asked me, they go, well, who's your, the church, who's their football team? I said, since you're talking identity, you're talking all this stuff, who does the church root for? Is it the Rams? Is it the Raiders? Is it, is it the Denver Broncos? Whose is it? Let me tell you, it's definitely not the Denver Broncos. Can I get a loud amen? We decided since we have a commitment to excellence at this church, we will root for the Las Vegas Raiders here at this church. We have a commitment to excellence. Can I get a loud amen? All right, praise God. All right. You know, Derek Carr is a Christian. He's on fire for Jesus, so we've got to have his back. Can I get a loud amen? All right. Number six, radical 
expectation for demonstration. Faith in the miracle working power of God to show himself demonstrated to a lost world. This is a house of miracles. God downloaded that so strong. This is a house of miracles. We've seen blind eyes open. We've seen deaf ears open. We've seen the lame walk. We've seen marriages restored. We've seen people delivered of drug addiction, alcoholism. We've seen people breaking free of bondage, of sexual identity. We've seen people get free from all sorts of behavior that was bringing them down. This is a house of miracles. I've seen people come to this church and they thought they were one, uh, how do you say it, one gender, but they really weren't. And God did a miracle in their life. And they said, you know what? I was believing a lie. You may say, well, that, that's not real. That's not going to attract people to come to your church. No, that's the truth. The truth of God's word is, you know what? If you were born a boy, you're a boy. If you were born a girl, you're a girl. Because God don't make no mistakes. When you say you're a girl and you're a boy, that, see, you're saying God made a mistake. And I'm here to tell you, God doesn't make no mistakes. He's absolutely perfect. And I'm here to tell you, if you think like that, God can deliver you and God can give you a new mindset. God, all them old things can pass away and all things can become new in the name of Jesus. Come on. Either you believe this thing from Genesis to Revelation or you don't. I'm here to tell you, sin is sin. A lie is a lie and the truth is a truth. And God's word is true. And it still changes lives. It still sets the captive free. It's still the miracle working power of God. Come on. Just because the world says it's right doesn't mean it's right. It's the Bible that is true. Heaven and earth will pass away. The world's going to end one day. But God's word will last for eternity. Come on. Get a spiritual backbone. Stand up for righteousness. Preach the truth. So tired of Christians having backbones like a jellyfish. Get a spiritual backbone. Plant your foot down, your left foot, your right foot. Stand up for the truth of God's word. Stand up for righteousness. This ain't a watered down church. You're going to get the truth here. The truth with love. We love you because God has a purpose for you. And if the enemy's lying to you, he lied to us too. But he will set you free in a moment, Jesus Christ will. I'm free today. My chains have been broken. My shackles have been snapped. I'm no longer in bondage because Jesus set me free. This is the gospel. My God's not dead. He's alive. This gospel isn't powerless. It is all power. There's power to this thing. There's an anointing to this thing. Man, I'm not playing games. This ain't checkers. Come 
I ain't coming here just to patty cake you. I ain't coming here just to entertain you. I'm not here to give you three points in a poem. I'm here to preach the word. Our worship team ain't I'm up, here, up here to put a show on. Man, if you want to you watch a show, buy tickets. Come on, somebody. We ain't selling no tickets here. Come on. We tithe here. Don't make me preach that. We got to stand up for what's right. We got to preach the word. I don't care what the state of California says. I don't care what the United States of America says. The truth is the truth. And the truth is the word of God. I'm believing for more miracles. I look at our youth. You know, a lot of our youth are coming to Honduras with us. Let me say it again. They're not going to the San Diego Zoo. Let me say it again. They're going to Honduras to preach the word of God. They're not going to the San Diego Zoo and looking at giraffes. They're going to Honduras to preach God's word. Come on. This is the church. This is vision. When someone walks through that door, I believe the Holy Spirit will arrest them, change them, rearrange them, do a miracle in their life. They walk through that door, they'll feel the power of God. They'll feel the supernatural conviction of the Holy Ghost. They'll come in here and say, I need to repent. I need to change because my life isn't my life isn't pleasing to Jesus. We're not going to be here tickling you all day. Come on, somebody. We've got, we've got enough church out there trying to tickle people. Making them feel all warm and fuzzy. We ain't the Pillsbury Doughboy here. We preach the word. Come on, somebody. Don't make me preach that. Come on. Come on, stand up. Be a man or woman of God. Every time I'm around Sister Sarah, she, she stirs me up. She's a woman of God. She's been doing it for a while. We need some more women of God, men of God around here. And I'm telling you, we're going to see them raised up. Let me say it again. We're going to see them raised up. How do you get more men and women of God? You start going out on the streets. You start going in the highways and byways. You start going to Honduras. You start praying more. You start reading your word more. You start being all about the things of God. This church is going to be all in on the things of God. Man, I'm excited. We're going all over the world. From Whittier, California, we can reach the world from this place. I know it. I'm packing my bags. I'm going to leave them packed. Come on, somebody. Come on. The next one's this, the last one. A refusal to settle for anything less than revival. If we don't grow with revival, revival will outgrow us. If we don't grow with revival, revival will outgrow us. Revival flows from here. 
We hold the line and take the land. We walk fully in who we are to reach our city and spread the gospel. This is a house of revival. And I'm here to tell you, we're going to take this everywhere we go. When we went to Soyapongo last year this time, that city, Soyapongo, El Salvador, was gang infested. And where we had the event was a gang infested area. Vendors didn't want to come there. People didn't want to show up there. But it was the only place we could have it. But God did something there. Over 10,000 people gave their life to Jesus. Isn't that remarkable? But a place that the gangs owned, God took it back in the name of Jesus. Now, today, families walk that park. Kids play there. And a year ago, that wasn't possible because the gangs owned it. Don't tell me revival doesn't change things. I watched it change the city of Soyapongo. I heard Pastor Edwin on Wednesday night said San Marcos was changed. His church was changed because a group of people left Whittier, California and boarded an airplane to head to El Salvador to see lives change, a city change, and the glory of God flow. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! We're not done yet, church. We didn't just have a good year and we're calling it quits. This is just the beginning. We will preach the word. We just didn't do okay in a pandemic and calling it over. This is just the beginning. God's word has to go forth. Come on, everybody stand. Name and dip seven times was made whole. These are seven strategies the Holy Ghost downloaded to me. He told me this. He said, as people grab hold of the vision, their lives will be made whole. Because purpose changes things. He also showed me there's many people that we're going to reach that are spiritually dead but through Jesus Christ through Jesus Christ in these seven things God says they'll become spiritually alive in me the dead will come alive I'm so excited for everything that God is doing, who we are. Reach LA, reach the world. The way we're mantled and the way we carry it. But this is just the beginning. I'm believing everyone's gonna be involved. I believe some people here are gonna have a burden to help resource this thing through hope and promises that we're birthing from this church. Why not us? Why not now? Why not us?
this is a new God is expanding our vision it's a new vision God's expanding our house we're growing right now with every head bowed every eye closed the Bible says today is the day of salvation maybe you came in here in bondage and you need freedom you say Jesus is not Lord of my life I once knew him but I'm backslidden I, I, I went away from Jesus God brought you here today for such a time as this because God's going to use you God has a vision for your life God's not done with you God has a plan and purpose for each one of us this is just the beginning with every head bound and eye closed if you need to give your life to Jesus for the first time or rededicate your life to Jesus when I count to three lift your hands one I just declare the Holy Spirit is moving in this place two I break every chain of the enemy If you need to be saved today or rededicate your life to Jesus today, when I count to three, lift your hand boldly. Lift it high. Today is the day of salvation. Jesus died so you could spend eternity in heaven. Three, lift your hand now and say, I want to be saved. I need to rededicate my life. Lift it up high. Lift it up high. I see those hands. Lift them up high. Lift them up. Lift them up. Lift them up. Everyone repeat after me. Say, Jesus, forgive me my sins. I repent. I turn my life over to you. I love you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. I give you my heart. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you rose three days later with all power and authority. I love you, Jesus. I surrender to you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's give all those wonderful people a big hand clap. Today is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I want every hand lifted because you're part of this vision. I want God to begin to speak to you about how to be involved in the vision. Maybe it's going on a mission trip. Maybe it's helping resource. Maybe it's getting involved with this new hope and promises. Maybe it's to reach LA. Maybe it's helped carry this mantle of revival. Maybe it's to pray for the house of miracles here. When there is no clear prophetic vision, people quickly wander astray. But when you follow the revelation of the word, heaven's bliss fills your soul.
speak to people's hearts right now, Holy Spirit. Raise up resources for the vision. Raise up people that will go to the ends of the earth for Jesus. Raise up men and women that will not compromise the word of God. That will boldly proclaim the truth of God's word from Genesis to Revelation. Those that will stand in the gap for others. Those that will lead the way boldly. Raise up men and women with a spiritual backbone to stand up for righteousness. Raise up couples that will raise up the next generation. Raise up men that will teach young boys how to be men of God. Raise up women that will teach young women how to be women of God. Lord, we thank you for the vision of this house. We thank you from our nursery workers to our kids' workers to our youth workers, young adults. Lord, we thank you for every small group. Lord, we thank you for every ministry. Lord, we thank you that the vision is expanding. And it's all about souls. It's all about souls. Lord, we thank you that you've given us our Jerusalem and our Judea and our Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Lord, we pray for L.A. We pray for Mexico. We pray for Central America. We pray for South America. We pray for the ends of the earth, God. Raise this church up to reach the world. Speak to hearts right now, God. Give them fresh vision for their lives, for their family. God's not done with you yet. This is just the beginning. Come on. Speak to people's hearts, God. Challenge people, God. Raise them up for such a time as this. Use them, God. Use them, God. Holy Spirit, as the worship team comes back. I want us to just give thanks to God. I just want to praise God for a minute together as a family. I enjoy these moments so much because I love my church family. I may love our church family. Give each one of us a... I want to just take a moment and praise God together before we're dismissed for everything God's doing. We are blessed. Let me say it again. We're a blessed church. We're blessed. I mean, I can't say enough. We are blessed. How God has used us, what God is doing, we are truly blessed. And this is just the beginning. Amen? Amen. Come on, give me another amen. You got something? You got something we can jump a little bit? All right, come on, let's put our hands together. I gotta praise, I gotta praise and I gotta let it out. I gotta praise. I gotta praise, I 
gotta praise and I gotta let it out. I gotta praise. Come on, say it out. mission trips we go on God says you're gonna go and God said God told me to pay for you to go on the next one so it'll be absolutely free for you to go because God has called you to reach the world for Jesus there's an anointing on missions on your life God's gonna use you in this area it's not a coincidence you're here today God says I've called your sister to missions and I've called you to missions. You're going to see the world change for Jesus. God says, it doesn't matter what happened yesterday or the day before or all the hard times. God said the hard times, the difficult seasons have made you who you are. And God says, haven't I been faithful to deliver you out of every season? Haven't I been faithful to protect you and guide you and lead you every step of the way? There's a call on your life. A powerful, anointed call by God. You will go all over the world for Jesus. This next trip, God says you're coming. And there's no excuse. I just declare the power of God over your life. Bless her. Bless her. Bless her. Bless her. 
Come on, let's give Jesus praise. Come on, one more time. I gotta praise. I gotta praise. I gotta praise and I gotta let it out. Come on, Uncle Jesse. I gotta praise. 